You are listening to Bullet Points with Margot Bennett, the Executive Director of Women Against Gun Violence. Bullet Points is our 15-minute monthly update on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. Hello and welcome to Bullet Points, a podcast brought to you by Women Against Gun Violence, where we update you on the hottest topics in the landscape of the gun violence prevention movement in 15 minutes or less. I'm your host, Alec Foster, and today we have a lot to discuss, so let's jump right into it. There's been a lot of news in the last month in regards to the issue of gun violence. One of the more troubling developments to surface, which was highlighted by the Trace and Vice News, has been the return of the machine gun via the surging use of a firearm technology called the auto-sear. Auto-sears also sometimes referred to as switches or chips, are a small device about as small as a large thumbtack, which can transform a semi-automatic gun into a weapon capable of emptying an entire magazine of ammo. It can transform an ordinary Glock firearm into a machine gun. These devices can be fairly cheap and, of course, very dangerous. In some cases, an auto-sear can cost as little as less than $20 online. With the auto-sear, a regular semi-automatic Glock can convert into a fully automatic Glock with about 90 seconds of assembly. In the wrong hands, these auto-sears turn guns into exponentially more dangerous killing machines. According to the ATF, the converted machine gun using the auto-sear is not nearly as precise either. It essentially sprays the bullets in a target's direction, which can be extremely lethal. An auto-sear can fire up to 1,200 rounds per minute, a faster rate of fire than the standard M4 machine gun issued to U.S. military service members. And there is also what's known as a drop-in auto-sear, an auto-sear made to convert assault rifles, such as an AR-15, into machine guns. The license required to own an auto-sear requires an extensive background check, which can cost up to $1,000, but many people who acquire them are not acquiring them legally. They are acquiring them via the dark web from CD dealers. These guns have turned up in more and more violent crimes, including deadly shootings, drug trafficking, and have been used by anti-government extremists who have grown particularly fond of their capabilities. For nearly 90 years, the federal government has been aggressive in its attempt to decrease the amount of automatic weapons available to the public. In 1934, Congress passed the National Firearms Act, which required anyone who owned a fully automatic weapon to register it with the government and pay a $200 tax, equivalent to about $4,000 today. This significantly increased the cost and accessibility of owning one. Auto sears have been around since the 70s, but are extremely tough to acquire legally in the United States after a 1981 ruling by the ATF saying that, in legal terms, owning a gun with an auto sear modification was the same as owning a machine gun. Having an auto-seer without the proper federal license can carry a 10-year prison sentence.
1986, Congress passed the Firearms Owners Protection Act, which blocked the import or manufacture of any new automatic weapons and thus limited the pool of legal machine guns. But new technologies like 3D printers and the influence of the internet has increased the accessibility and popularity of these tools, racking up millions of views for gun YouTubers and social media demonstrators. Investigators from The Trace and Vice News found that more than 260 cases since 2017, which involved converted automatic weapons, have been prosecuted in the United States, with more than 1,000 automatic conversion devices recovered. In that 260 cases, 92 of them were involved with drug trafficking, 79 of them were related to weapons trafficking, 39 of them were homemade firearms, 13 of them were related to gangs or cartels, and 7 of them were related to incidents of extremism. Per the ATF, firearm companies are not making these firearms. Law enforcement believes the first wave came from China, but a lot of them have now been homemade, and they are capable of being 3D printed, as I touched on. They say if you know what you're looking for, Auto sears are very easy to find online, even though they are highly regulated. And therefore, there is fear that the demand of these types of weapons is on the rise as the frequency of crimes with which they have been used has spiked. The ATF seized 1,500 weapons modified with auto sears in 2021, which was a massive spike in relation to 2020 which only saw 300 recovered. As I touched on, automatic weapons have been expensive for decades and rarely were used in crimes, but the emergence of the auto has changed that. In November of 2019, six members of the criminal gang, the Mongolian Boys, in Fresno, California, opened fire on a gathering of people using a Glock pistol modified with an auto sear that fired 20 rounds per second, killing four and wounding six. Six of the members were arrested, and three are facing the death penalty. In January of 2022, you may remember seeing a video I know that I saw on Twitter of a Houston man opening fire on the police after they showed up to his front door to arrest him. The gun used in that incident was a Glock modified with an auto sear. Three officers were wounded in this incident. He escaped, but was arrested later that day and was found to have a litany of guns, machine gun components, and a 3D printer in his home as well. Auto sears are often advertised as airlift parts or tools and shipped with false documentation and packing labels. Some criminals have been caught with the devices on ghost guns, which if you weren't aware, ghost guns are guns that are unserialized and thus untraceable and can be made at home and operate as a normal firearm would. These auto-sear modified guns are popping up in crimes all across the United States. In last July, a man was charged with plotting to massacre 
sorority members and law enforcement members recovered a stashed Glock machine gun in his heating vent. Two converted machine guns were seized from a convicted felon in Florida linked to the murder of a 20-year-old mother as well. There were also recovered auto-sear converted weapons in Orlando and Minnesota involved in shootings as well. According to the trace, in 2019 at LAX, airport officials intercepted more than 200 packages from China containing auto sears. The packages were labeled multi-tool switch or driver. Joe Lestrange, the division chief of public safety and border security at Homeland Security, says that in the last three years, Homeland Security has seized 4,348 auto sears and opened up over 600 investigations related to the devices. The cheap labor in China has increased the manufacturing flow of auto sears to the United States as the demand has boomed. Like many issues with gun legislation, stricter regulations can be imposed by the government, but criminals are still going to try and find ways to get their hands on them. No civilian needs to possess a machine gun, a murder weapon. So ideally, the sale of these auto sears, licensed or not, should be outlawed. The less of these devices on the streets, legal or not, the less likely they are to be used in the crimes we see rising at an alarming rate because of them. In other somber news, according to the Gun Violence Archive, as of April 6th, there have been 122 mass shootings in 2022 alone. That's 26 more mass shootings than days we have had this year. Take a second to think about that. America's relationship with guns has to change. Per the Sacramento Bee, on Sunday, April 3rd, 2022, the largest mass shooting in Sacramento history took place in a gang-related shooting where six people were killed and a dozen were injured. Amidst the carnage that was left in the aftermath of the shooting, investigators say that one of the handguns they recovered was a stolen one, which had been converted to being a weapon capable of handling automatic gunfire, like the aforementioned auto sears. And last month, at a car show in Arkansas, 28 people were shot and wounded, including six children, leaving one person dead. A family-oriented festival turned deadly and was ruined by what is believed by police to have been a gunfight. A family affair turned into a death sentence. The trend sadly continues in America. In another horrible shooting incident, a 25-year-old reporter for the Virginia pilot was shot and killed in Virginia, coming out of a bar and restaurant. She was caught in crossfire along with another person who was killed, and three others were injured. The access that we have to killing machines will be our downfall if we do nothing to course correct. Last month, President Biden signed a $1.5 trillion spending package to fund the government for the rest of the fiscal year. He also reauthorized the Lapsed Violence Against Women Act, which included the NICS Denial Notification Act, 
which requires the Department of Justice to quickly notify state and local law enforcement when someone tries to buy a gun and fails the check. This is a good change, but many more like it must ensue from our government. Our leaders must take the issue of gun violence seriously at the state and federal level and enact legislation to help alleviate this public health epidemic of gun violence we have in this country. And we thank you for fearlessly joining us at Women Against Gun Violence in the fight to put pressure on those in power and end gun violence. Let's end this episode with a big thanks to you for the many ways in which you support and amplify Women Against Gun Violence's work. Be sure to follow us on TikTok at WAGVORG and be sure to save the date Sunday, May 15th, 2022 at noon to virtually attend our 29th annual Leadership Awards brunch online this year. You can get more details and links for both TikTok and our Leadership Awards event at our website at www.wagv.org. If you have any questions or topics you would like us to address, please be sure to email us at wagv at wagv.org. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next month. If you have any questions or topics you would like us to address, please be sure to email me at wagv at wagv.org. Thank you.